You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about seven must-have strategies for your Pinterest marketing. And we're going to distinguish between strategies and tactics in just a minute. But before we dive in, I want to remind you that Simple Pin Media is a powerful Pinterest marketing agency with over eight years of management experience. We bring you the latest tactics, the best practices, and ways to really diversify your business using Pinterest so that you can reach your ideal customer or reader where they're at using our signature Simple Pin framework. We have services that fit every single type of budget, business, and need. Our discovery call team is ready to meet with you to learn about your business goals and help guide you towards the best Pinterest service that's right for you. We don't have a pre-scripted path that you need to go down. We really want to talk to you, ask you questions about your business, and learn a way that we can help use Pinterest marketing to really scale your business. We have worked with over 700 Pinterest accounts, millions of monthly Pinterest sessions for our clients each and every month, and we want you to be one of those clients. So to find out more, go to the Simple Pin Pinterest Management Services page, which is simplepinmedia.com slash services. Again, that's simplepinmedia.com slash services. Alrighty, let's dive into today's episode. Strategy. Strategy is such a buzzword on Pinterest. People drop their quote unquote strategies in Facebook groups with some tantalizing numbers and people lose their minds. They go crazy. They want to know what's the secret. But I'm here to tell you that's not a strategy. That's a tactic, which is totally fine. A strategy for Pinterest is why you're using it. What is your purpose behind why you see Pinterest as a tool for moving your business forward. For example, my strategy for Pinterest is to use it to grow my email list, to connect with new listeners and readers, and funnel them towards one of our memberships. It is not a place where we get agency clients. Most of them are not on Pinterest. They actually might be listening to our podcast or find us on Google. We discovered that when we added, where do you hear about us, to our discovery call form. Most everybody was podcast, Google, or referrals. So then we looked over at our membership and we're like, how do these people find us? Well, we look at our Pinterest traffic, we look at our email opt-ins, and we follow it. And we realized Pinterest is a great place to grow our email list and get new customers. So it's really important that you know who is on Pinterest for you, who you're targeting. And that can look different than somebody on Instagram Because Instagram just has a whole host of different people who use it in ways that you connect with them. So really, you're figuring out how you can connect with them on Pinterest. So regardless of what strategy you land on, here are seven keys to remember as you make your strategy work on Pinterest. If you focus on these main elements with your strategy in view, you will crush Pinterest. It might take a while. It's not overnight but you will be able to tweak your tactics as needed 
without freaking out about basically what everyone else is doing. So I'm going to give you seven things to be thinking about. Number one, diversification. So having your content in a variety of pin formats helps you show up in search results more regularly. So before we had just a regular pin or a standard pin, but now we have video, we have idea pins, and who knows when Pinterest is going to introduce another format of pins. So it's really important that you don't just do a regular pin, but you also do videos and you also do idea pins. I know that some people, we've done a lot of podcasts about idea pins. I know that some people push back at it, but I'm here to tell you that it's really, really, really good for your business. I promise. So diversification and using all different varieties of tools to get your content out on Pinterest. Number two, focus on your content. People ask me all the time if they can pin their own content. They're like, is it okay for me to share my own content? Yes, absolutely a resounding yes. In fact, I would tell you, pin 100% of your own content. If you want to pin other people's content, that is totally fine, especially if it complements yours and you want to build out your board a little bit. But it is not required of the algorithm that you pin other people's content. We have heard Pinterest say this plenty of times. So focus on your content. Focus on the diversification of how you want to get your content out there. But it's okay to focus on you. Number three, while you're focusing on you, make sure it's focused on them. So what I mean by that is you want to keep pinners in mind as you talk to them. Like, Think of them as getting to know them, what their their main struggles are. They're there for research. They're there for planning and dreaming. And none of it includes you. They really are there for them. I joke, um, pinners don't care about you. And the reason that is, is because the mindset of people that go onto Pinterest is, how can this serve me? What can I find? They are not interested in somebody else's conversation, They're even not really interested in following someone else's boards and what they're pinning. They go with the intent to find a solution to maybe a problem or a dream that they have. They want to look forward to the future. Again, they're going to be doing about six to nine months in advance of when they're going to take action. So while you're focusing your content, you're talking all about, you know, your stuff, you're pinning 100% of your stuff. Make sure that it's about them and it's about their pain points. It's not really about you. I know, a little confusing. All right, number four, keep it positive. So pinners come to Pinterest for inspiration and positivity. They respond to positive statements and methods much more readily than negative ones. So instead of trying to frighten them with how to avoid a bug invasion while you're on vacation, try how to prepare your home for vacation. People are going to be much more apt to look at that. Positivity is also huge on Pinterest because there's not a lot of conversation. It's the place where people go to avoid all of that. Okay, now we have number five. The early marketer gets the traffic. Pinterest is at the beginning of a buyer's journey. So if you want to get their attention, you need to start by inspiring them before they even know what they want. 
help them dream about that porch project or a new winter eye look. A few episodes back, I talked about our simple pin framework. This is the pattern we see pinners move through as they draw near to a purchase. It's inspire, inform, and decide. We'll link to that previous podcast in the show notes. But the really important thing about that is when a marketer on Pinterest really hits people at that inspiration stage, that's when you create that aha moment of, oh, I might want this for later. I'm going to save it. Or I'm going to check it out now, but I'm still going to save it too. And then people move into this inform, which is actually number six. You want to inform them about who you are and what you do. Once you've planted that seed and you've created that aha moment, you want to spark the inspiration needed and fuel that cold audience to warm up to you. Then you can tell them all about what you offer, how you will help them reach their goals or their dreams or their plans. Inform them about how your product or service can get them to the end result that they're looking for. So a practical thing is hitting them um, on the platform, inspiring them, connecting with them. And then when they come to your website, give them more context, give them more details, inform them about what you do. The interesting thing about Pinterest traffic is it picture a house. We also talked about this in a previous episode about your website design. So picture a house and anybody can come to into it from Pinterest at any entry point. They can come in through a window, they can come in through the back door, the front door or a side door, anywhere. So you have to be prepared to capture people and help bring them into your community by talking a little bit about what you do so that they go, oh, I'm in the right place. This is perfect. Seven is a big one. Make it easy. All right, people are lazy. I'm lazy. I roll my eyes when I have to put in my name and email. Anyone use those guest checkout things just to avoid all the form information and the clicks? I know I'm incredibly lazy for something that will take 14 seconds of my time, but that's how we function with online stuff. And your people are like that too. They don't want something to take any longer than necessary. So make sure that once they've gotten the information that they need, they're to your website and they can make a decision. It's a super simple and clear path to buy. The less clicks, the better. And don't forget about the importance of site speed. If your website loads too slow, people are going to be clicking away. They're going to be jumping ship faster than you can communicate with them. So let's go over them again. So as a reminder, Strategy is why you use Pinterest. And then you want to take these seven things and you want to make sure they're a part of your strategy and you kind of put some tactical things behind it. So diversification, using multiple formats that Pinterest offers you. Focus on your content. Only pin your own stuff. Focus on them. Make sure your content is about them. It's not about like, hey, look at my trip to Hawaii. It's about them and what they're thinking of and what they're searching how you can help solve their problems. Keep it positive. Try to avoid the use of negative terms. How to avoid instead of how to, or instead of how to avoid, go to how to prepare. Number five, early marketer gets the traffic. What that means is you want to hit people at that inspiration point of their journey. Number six, inform them, give them more information once they come to your website to know who you are, what you do why they should hang out with you. And then number seven, 
make it super easy. If you have not had a peer or someone else go through the process from Pinterest to your website, I highly encourage you to do it because it could be really, really difficult. People can find glitches for you and say, that was annoying. So make sure you have somebody who can go through it, who's going to be really, really honest with you. Because what you don't want is to miss the opportunity to connect with the people that you're marketing to on Pinterest. So all the links for this episode, this very short episode for you, are is at simplepinmedia.com slash 260. And you can link to those previous episodes. I highly recommend it. It goes a lot deeper into our framework, why we have our framework, and how it guides our strategy, and even some of our tactics. Also, if you have not reviewed the Simple Pin podcast on your favorite podcast player that actually allows reviews, I would be so honored. And the reason why is we want to impact more people, more businesses with the knowledge of how to use Pinterest marketing to grow. And that means we have to rely on the people who already know about us. So we would love it if you would leave a review on your favorite player just talking a little bit about what you love about the Simple Pin podcast. And we would be so thrilled that you would do that. Alrighty, everybody, until next time, until next episode, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 260.